is the Equity Experience Podcast, a space created for every educator or school leader who is authentically pursuing equity and inclusion in their classrooms and schools. I'm your host, Dr. Carla Manning, and I welcome you. Welcome to another episode of the Equity Experience Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Carla Manning. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to today's show. At the Equity Experience Podcast, we have conversations with educators, school leaders, researchers, authors, and community organizers around topics, strategies, techniques that promote culturally responsive classrooms, that promote equitable schools and organizations, and that can help to drive diversity, equity, and inclusion within their particular spaces. So on this show, either I provide solo episodes or we have guest conversations where we unpack some of these ideas and some of our experiences. On today's show, we are going to talk about the ways that school leaders can support Black-owned businesses. So I thought that this would be an interesting topic to talk about in light of Black History Month. And the way that I choose to celebrate Black History Month is to celebrate Black history as it is currently happening. Okay. It is great to continue to be knowledgeable about our history, to read memoirs, to read experiences, watch documentaries. Of course, I'm always in support of that. But I also think that we can also celebrate Black history presently. And one of those ways that I believe that schools can celebrate Black history is to support Black-owned businesses. I mean, that is a powerful, powerful way for schools, teachers, and school leaders to be engaged in this work of Black history. And my opinion is for us to think about the ways that we can contextualize Black history in current contexts. On today's episode, what I'm going to do is share with you 11 ways that schools can promote and can support Black-owned businesses. And there are a variety of ways. I've come up with 11 different ways in which that can happen. So grab out something to write with, take some notes, get to Google, okay, because you may be inspired to actually consult with a particular company and you may need some more information about contacting folks. So let's go ahead and just jump into the episode because I have a lot of great ideas in store for you today. So the first way that school leaders can support Black-owned businesses is to partner with tutoring companies and Black-owned nonprofits that offer student support services. So there are many organizations out here, many nonprofit organizations, many tutoring companies that provide services designed to support the academic and social and emotional learning needs of our children. And many of these organizations are founded and ran and led by Black folks, okay? There are many Black millennials, young scholars, millennials, educators, community organizers who have launched their own nonprofit organization, who have launched their own tutoring business, and who are very much interested in providing support services to strengthen students' academic and well-being needs. So one way that schools can support Black-owned businesses is to be intentional about partnering with tutoring companies as well as nonprofit organizations that are spearheaded and led by Black people, okay? I remember when I was a teacher, we worked with a nonprofit organization, and this nonprofit would come out to the school, and they would work with our students around social and emotional skills, life skills, relationship building, that sort of thing. And all of the folks who would come out from this nonprofit were Black. And I thought that was so powerful 
because the majority of the students who they were talking to within my classroom were Black students. So that is one way that schools can support Black-owned businesses is to partner with tutoring companies and nonprofit organizations, particularly nonprofits that offer support services that are academic support services or support services focused on the psychological or the social needs of children to be intentional in partnering with nonprofits and tutoring companies that are ran by Black people. Another way that schools can support Black-owned businesses, and this would be number two, is to hire Black consultants to help with your diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives. There are lots of consultants right now who are doing this work of diversity, equity, and inclusion and who are very much knowledgeable about these particular topics, particularly regarding anti-racism and racial equity. Of course, there is no rule or no standard per se that says that any one person can or cannot do DEI work, cannot do diversity, equity, and inclusion work. But if you are a school leader and you are interested in specifically having conversations about anti-racism and racial equity, my suggestion would be to seek out consultants who are Black or who are people of color, because based on our experiences, we have a very unique way of analyzing our experiences as well as providing solutions that can really help to drive anti-racism and racial justice within an organization. So my recommendation is to hire Black consultants to help with your diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives. And of course, a consultant can partner with the school and be an incredible resource to offer guidance, to offer strategies, to offer suggestions, and to actually help do some of the work, particularly if your organization or if your school doesn't have the resources or the bandwidth or the manpower, seeking out consultants, seeking out professionals who are committed to providing consulting services can be a tremendous asset to your school or organization. A third way that school leaders can support Black-owned businesses is to hire Black graphic designers to do your logo and graphic work. Okay, I think this is great. A lot of schools tend to have a mascot, tend to have a logo. Almost every school in the country will have a website, okay? Who are the people who are maintaining the website? Who is doing the graphic designs for the school's athletic teams? Who is designing the graphics for your stationery and for your letterheads and other professional documents that may go out. So a suggestion that I have would be to partner with a graphic designer who is Black. And that is a great way to support a Black-owned business is to bring in graphic designers who are Black to help with your logos and to help with your other graphic work needs. Sort of going along with the graphic designs, and this would be number four, a suggestion that I have would be to work with Black-owned printing companies, okay? Black-owned printing companies. So there are folks out here who run printing companies who are Black, and these printing companies can help with printing mass jobs, okay? So if you are a school and say, for example, you know, you have 10,000 pages that need to be printed, okay? I know I was working at a charter school and the assistant principal came in and <laughs> She was introducing a new curriculum to us. And she says, I had to print up 10,000 copies, (laughs) 10,000 pages of this curriculum. Okay, so I had never heard of that, of a principal having to print that large of a job. But in the event that you might have a large printing job, and perhaps you're printing off documents 
and making copies of documents, either for the students or for the faculty or for parents or what have you, a recommendation may be to seek out and to partner Black-owned printing companies that can help to do those jobs. Another idea that I thought would be a good suggestion for you, which would be number five, would be to outsource Black-owned bus and transportation companies. I think this is so powerful, right? Because many schools, of course, have children who need public transportation and children who may need to take the school bus, who might not be taking the city public transportation, but who are taking the school buses. So I would like for you to think about who's on your vendor list for your transportation companies, who's on your vendor list for the buses that come to the schools, whether it's for a field trip or whether it's from day-to-day operations. Could you partner with uh, Black-owned bus companies and Black-owned transportation companies within your local area? Another idea that I have, and I think this is also a good idea, is to hire and pay, okay, and pay Black-owned culinary arts companies for school events. So many times principals may organize an event at a school where some light hors d'oeuvres or some light eateries may be in order. Well, a suggestion would be to partner with catering companies and culinary companies that are Black-owned. And in many urban cities, you will find many people who own catering companies and culinary arts companies that are Black-owned. And of course, you know, for those who are health conscious, we even have vegan, Black-owned vegan catering and culinary arts companies as well. So that might be a good idea to think about the next time your school offers an event. Of course, this would be in person, okay? We're not talking about virtual But the next time you're thinking about hosting an in-person event, perhaps it is an open house event for the beginning of the school year. Perhaps it is any number of events. Perhaps you may have a dignitary coming to the school, perhaps a local politician or alderman or councilman, and you may want to have some food. You know, my suggestion would be to think about uh, culinary arts companies and catering companies that are Black-owned who can come in and provide food and catering services for your school or organization. Here's another recommendation that I have, and I think this is so great, is to work with and partner with Black-owned bookstores, okay? Black-owned bookstores and Black-owned publishing companies. Nowadays, it is so easy to start a publishing company. And so you have a lot of Black authors who have, because of biases and discrimination within traditional publishing companies, You have a lot of scholars and writers and authors who have launched their own publishing company. And some folks and some people may have publishing companies that have a wide array of books to choose from and literary selections. So one suggestion is to possibly partner with these Black-owned publishing companies. And these would be folks who could actually disseminate and distribute books and other readers and novels that your children may be interested in reading at your school. And in that same vein, you may also want to think about Black-owned bookstores. And the topic of Black-owned bookstores is actually a topic that I should probably have on my podcast in a more detailed conversation because many Black-owned bookstores are almost becoming extinct. I remember I was in Harlem one time, and at one point in time in history, Harlem was thriving with Black-owned bookstores, you know. And I remember I was speaking with the gentleman who, you know, was essentially a street vendor. You know, for those of you who might be in New York, you know that street vending in New York is is extremely commonplace. And so I was in Harlem. I was on 125th Street right across from the Whole Foods. I had just got off the A train. 
And like right on 125th and like Adam Clayton Powell Boulevard, you go down that street and all you see is just vendors just lined up selling all sorts of things. And I love books. I'm such a a bookie. I know we have people who are foodies, but I'm a bookie. (laughs) And when someone is selling books, that almost always attracts me. And I'm going over there to check out their selections. And so I was speaking with this gentleman and I said, you have some really good books here. A lot of Afrocentric and African-centered books. And he said, you know, at one point I was in a physical location. At one point I actually had a bookstore and I was selling my books. And I said, well, you know, what happened? And he was just like gentrification, you know, gentrification. And the place where I was leasing, the rent just became too high and I just couldn't afford it. And essentially I got pushed out. So this brother was still following his passion and dreams, but he was selling his books on 125th Street. And so the topic of partnering with Black-owned bookstores is not just an educational or academic partnership. In my opinion, it's also very much a political partnership because the access of books and the access of literacy in itself is very much a civil rights and political issue. It very much is so. And so for a school to specifically partner with a Black-owned bookstore is powerful. And there are many Black-owned bookstores. I just saw on my social media feed, there's a bookstore that I follow called Mahogany Books. And Mahogany Books is a Black-owned bookstore based in Washington, D.C. And President Barack Obama, I guess, just did some sort of an event with Mahogany Books. And he came in and, you know, of course, this was virtual, but he did like a book talk or something of the sort. And then he also did a tweet about sharing his views about Black-owned bookstores. And so, uh, you know, the topic of Black-owned bookstores is so powerful because in many Black communities, the bookstore is like a hub. And it's really a great communal space for people to come together, share ideas, engage in some spoken word, and just get educated, right? And just get informed. And so for a school to develop a partnership with a Black-owned bookstore can have so many powerful implications for everyone, for the students, the children, for the teachers, right? Um, And there can be a lot of great work that can be done with the partnership. Unfortunately, like I was saying, a lot of Black-owned bookstores are almost becoming extinct. And some of that is also because of just the technology in which we live in. I mean, a lot of people are purchasing books from the internet or using eBooks as a form of engaging in literacy. But kudos to all of the folks who are independent bookstore owners, because I'm a huge supporter of Black-owned bookstores. All right, another strategy, and actually I just had another idea that came to my mind, but another strategy that we can think about, and this would be number eight, is in terms of how schools can support Black-owned businesses, is to specifically partner with Black authors and writers and pay them to come to the school to do speaking engagements. So for a lot of folks who are authors and who are writers who've written books, they may use their books and their writings as a primary source of income, or it can be supplementary. You know, um, I don't always know all of that information and none of us know, but, but for a school to bring in an author or a writer who is a person of African descent, it's powerful because in a sense, that person, that author, that writer is also a business owner, okay? They may not necessarily present themselves in that way, but if they've written a book and if they are selling their books and if they are out and they're engaging in speaking engagements and going to different schools and organizations to share ideas about their books, they are essentially a business owner. So another great way for schools to support Black-owned businesses is to partner with 
Black authors and writers. And please just don't do it during Black History Month. (laughs) Okay? Please do not only do it during Black History Month. And of course, you know, we want to think about how Black authors and writers and the such and the like can come in throughout the entire school year, okay, not just during February, to come in and share ideas pertaining to their books. So that is another way that schools can support Black-owned businesses is is to ask authors and writers to come to their school, speak with the kids. They can come in and even do some workshops, do some literacy workshops with the kids. I think that would be great to come in and actually work with young people around the technicalities of writing a book per se. Here's a fun one that I think is really good. It's to hire Black-owned music, dance, and arts-based consultants to teach kids about culturally responsive music and art programs. So hire folks who are artists, who are musicians, who are dancers, particularly those who are Black, to come into the school to do culturally responsive programs. I remember I was working on my dissertation and a teacher who I interviewed for my study, that was part of the interview that we talked about. And she was a part of a committee that was very intentional about creating like an empowerment, like an arts-based empowerment program for young Black boys, for young Black males. And so part of the arts-based curriculum was that she had some African drumming and she hired a Black musician within the local area and he would come into the school and teach young Black boys about, um, about African drumming, okay? So that's a prime example of what we're talking about and being intentional about that. So if you're a school and you want to create an arts-based program or a music-based program, and you want that program to be culturally relevant or culturally responsive, you may want to consider hiring or bringing in musicians and artists and dancers who are Black to come in and to provide those services. Another recommendation, and this would be number 10, and we don't really think about this one too much, is to hire Black IT consultants to help with your IT work, okay? Almost every school or school district has an IT team. Of course, IT meaning informational technology, right? So you may want to think about hiring a Black consulting company or a Black IT company to help come in and do your IT work. So hiring IT consultants that are Black can also help in your effort to support Black-owned businesses because Black IT consultants are professionals. These are folks who know what they're doing, and they can come in and really provide an excellent service in the name of IT work. And then the last idea that I have is to consult with Black vendors to purchase puzzles, flashcards, and coloring books that have Black character representation. So as I was mentioning earlier about the Black-owned publishing companies and printing companies, you have a lot of folks who become quite discontent with the lack of racial diversity within coloring books, puzzles, and that sort of thing. And so you have a lot of educators and also parents who are just creating their own companies that provide sort of kid-friendly and child-friendly products. And so some of these products, like I mentioned, might be flashcards. I have a set of flashcards that I purchased for my daughter, and this is by a company called BS for Black Girl. The company is called BS for Black Girl, and this is a company that was started by two Black women, two young Black women, who both of them were educators, I believe. And they started this company for the very reasons that I'm addressing, because they wanted to see more racial diversity within products offered to children 
but they specifically wanted to see representation that mirrors African and Afrocentric identity. And so they created a large array of products that center Blackness within them. And so obviously a lot more of their products focus more focused on Black girls. And they have some products that speak to Black boys, but the majority of their products center Black girls. And so I bought her, it's like a flashcard set and it's like an A through Z flashcard set. And so every card, as it relates to the particular letter of the alphabet, has all of these other words that begin with that letter. And each card has like these very, very beautiful images of Black women and Black girls. And my daughter loves it. She tries to put it in her mouth. I'm like, Amani, stop. <laughs> but she gets so excited when she sees characters. And she's only 14 months, but she gets so excited when she sees these characters that look like her, either within the books or within the flashcards. So that's my podcast for today, you all. And those are the recommendations that I would have. And again, This is really for folks who are interested in celebrating Black history in a way that's a bit non-traditional. You know, when we think about celebrating Black history, we primarily think about actually celebrating historical people or people who have been engaged in historical events throughout time. And, you know, some of our heroes, whether they be well-known heroes or whether they be some of our unsung heroes, so to speak, people who we don't often hear a lot about. That's well and great. And of course, I'm not denying that or undermining that as well. But I also want us to think about the ways that we can celebrate Black history today. And one of my suggestions is to support Black-owned businesses. So again, just to run those by you again, number one, partnering with tutoring companies and Black-owned nonprofits that offer student support services. Number two, hire Black consultants to help with your diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives. And I also want to say, too, with the Black consultants, some of your Black consultants may also be available to help with curriculum development. And I didn't mention curriculum development earlier, but some schools are really rethinking the curriculum that's offered to their students, particularly if they have a student population that is predominantly Black, okay? You may have some school leaders who are very much aware that their curriculum is Eurocentric, is too white. And for a Black student population, you may have some school leaders that want to change that. So by working with a Black educational consultant, you may want to ask that consultant if they provide curriculum services that focus on Black history. Number three, hire Black graphic designers to do your logo and graphic work for your school stationery. Number four, work with Black-owned printing companies for mass printing jobs. Number five, outsource Black-owned bus and transportation companies to help bring the kids to and from school and to help provide transportation for field trips and other necessities that require transportation. Number six, hire and pay Black-owned culinary companies for school catering needs and events. Number seven, purchase books from Black-owned bookstores and Black-owned publishing companies. Very, very important. And of course, these books can be books that can be used in your classroom. So if you want to order a class set of a book by Walter D. Myers, right, one of my favorite children's authors, you may want to work with a Black-owned bookstore to hire a class set or a school set of a particular book that you know is on your curriculum map for the school year. Number eight, specifically partner with Black authors and writers and pay them to come to your school to do speaking engagements or workshops with your staff or with your students. Number nine, hire Black-owned music, dance, and arts-based consultants to teach kids about culturally responsive music and arts programs. These are musicians, dancers, 
artists who can come in and either work with you to consult you on strategies for creating a culturally responsive music or arts program, or they can actually come in and actually deliver the program and actually work with the kids firsthand. Number 10, you can hire Black IT consultants to do your IT work. All right. This would be, of course, applicable for your computer technology, software development, AI work, all of that sort of thing. And then the last is to consult with Black vendors to purchase puzzles, flashcards, and coloring books that have Black character representation. All right. So, yes, I wanted to provide you all with some recommendations and with some ideas on the ways that schools can partner with and can support and promote Black-owned businesses within their school or district. And of course, I will not leave this podcast if I did not promote myself. So if you are interested in having work done with your school that focuses on diversity, equity, inclusion, racial justice, and or culturally responsive education, the Equity Leadership Group provides those such services. So we provide consulting services in five major areas. We provide consulting services that focus on staff and leadership development training. We provide consulting services in the areas of curriculum development. So we can come in and we can serve as a strategic advisor. If you are interested in making modifications or changes to your curriculum, or if you are interested in adding in curriculum that has a Black history focus or that has a culturally responsive focus, we can provide those services. We can provide equity auditing services, right? So if you are interested in looking at particular disparities and disproportionalities within your school data, we can come in and do assessment and analysis services to give you more key insight around areas that need attention that specifically focus on racial disparities as well. We can also do strategic planning services. So if you need strategies, objectives, goals, benchmarks, or key performance indicators, that focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion within your school or district. We offer strategy planning services. And then we also offer coaching services. Coaching services are very popular where folks may need more one-on-one support, either as a strategic advisor or as a leadership coach to help to solve specific challenges and problems that may come about. So thank you for listening to this podcast. For today's podcast, I hope that the ideas that I shared with you can help in your efforts to support Black-owned businesses within your local area. So as I mentioned earlier, if you are interested, this may require you to do some research on your end to seek out people who can provide these specific services. But trust me, they are there. Okay, they are there. We are here. I should say it like that. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Equity Experience Podcast. If you are interested in learning more about the Equity Leadership Group, be sure to visit www.equityleadershipgroup.com. That is equityleadershipgroup.com. Feel free to email me if you want to have a one-on-one consultation, a free complimentary consultation, and we can discuss needs, initiatives, and questions and concerns for your school or district regarding diversity, racial equity, and inclusion, be sure to email me. My email address is Carla at equityleadershipgroup.com. Carla with a K. Carla at equityleadershipgroup.com. I would love to speak with you and have conversation. Thank you for tuning in to the Equity Experience Podcast. You have been an awesome listener. Thank you for being here. I want you to take care of yourself. Be well and be blessed.